Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Hey, Al, what's up, man? Tuesday, the guys are gone. We remain. And so driving in this morning is we're going to get this thing started immediately, which I like. Uh, driving in this morning, I was listening to um, I listened to Harris. We got the whole feel for the national championship game last night. And then I went to, you know, I love the Lithium Channel on Sirius XM. I just didn't, I didn't listen to it for a long time, but I listened for about a half hour or so. 90s rock minutes. alternative. Yes, which I like a lot. I love that they got Sluggo back. Sluggo used to be a DJ. You probably knew him when he was at K-Rock 92.3 here, a CBS station. And they also got this guy who I'm sure you know very well about too, is Matt Pinfield, who's been around the scene for a couple of decades. 106.3 prior to me. Um, big into it. And so... In between songs, they don't do it like K-Rock used to do it, where they would literally talk up to the vocals began on a song. And say, when Matt Pinfield is going to tell you a story, a song ends, he tells you the story leading into the story or the song he's discussing. So Green Day was about to come on. And you know the song, I think the song is Longview. Is that what the song is? Where he's talking about how masturbations become no fun, blah, 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 blah. Now, we all understand what that song is about. He was telling a story, though, and I never knew this. You just kind of, you wonder how real a song is. I guess the lead singer of Green Day. Is that that, oh, what's the guy's name? Billy, Billy Joe Bear, Yeah, him. He actually was, he wrote the song because he was obsessed with masturbation. So it's not just a song. Like, the whole idea is he couldn't, like, go two days without doing it. Multiple times. And to where he would literally get depressed. I don't know if I'm telling the story wrong. I apologize. But it's essentially, this is the theme of it. That that whole song is, like, tried and true and this is what he was going through and sparked his idea for a song, which goes to show, in my opinion, Craig's theory that anybody can write a song if you've got the right voice and the right sound to the song. 
Yeah, you need a hook. Everything, every song needs a good hook and good music to go with it. Because think of how many songs you love and you've known for many, many years, and you don't know the lyrics. If nope. I sat you down and said, then what comes next? Or what they mean. Right. And some of these are so, like, I listen to songs now as an older person. I'm listening to songs my son's listening to. I'm like, there's no way he knows what the hell they're referencing. Because I wouldn't have known at 10, 11, 12. And it's almost scary what some of them are talking about. But I, when I was at Jersey City State College, I had a professor um, in one of my communication classes. And he has since passed on, unfortunately. He was one of the best teachers I ever had. And he, he would look around the room and he'd be like, what's the goal here? The goal here is to make a lot of money, not to be greedy, but the goal here is to make a lot of money so that you and your family don't have to struggle. That way, And then you can give some away to charity for people in need, live a nice life. And I've always remembered that. And he goes, I'm going to tell you the secret right now to becoming wealthy. Write a poem. Everybody's looking at him like, what are you talking about? And I never forgot this. Write a poem. When you're done writing the poem, you put it in an envelope, you mail it to yourself, along with copies to every other big record label. See if they turn that into a song. You've got proof with the post date from the post office. It's yours. They will owe you a fortune. I never did that. Seemed like a good idea, though. There used to be a thing called, and it probably still exists, called the songwriter's market. And what's that? Where you would write a song, and you it gave you all the different people you could send that song to to try to get it published and to get somebody to buy it. It's very big in Nashville. Really? Where there's like a group of uh, songwriters, in, or a lot of songwriters in Nashville, that then um, they write a bunch of the songs, and the very popular hit country music for today is, is oftentimes not written by the country artists. Well, I was going to say that even like people like Katy Perry, Britney Spears, all these pop artists, I didn't realize they really don't write a lot of their own material. Yeah. Now, this Adele song seems to be obviously near and dear to her heart, you would think. Yeah, I believe. God, she, I hope it well, is. I think she wrote it with somebody else. Fair enough, but you would think that's got to be some experience of her life. Yes. And then the other thing, too, is if you're a songwriter or a performer, how personal do you get? Because in a lot of times you are referencing what other people have done to you in the song, and then you're putting it out there, and literally millions of people are going to hear it. But then you also add things to it to make it, you know, uh, more catchy, more relatable, or oh, sure. just to even rhyme, you change some things up. Which you can, and how about, what's this song, um, is it Carly Simon, You're So Vain? You're So Vain. Think about the brilliance of that song. I was in that the other day. She's specifically talking about a guy, and I don't think we've ever learned who. Have we ever learned who it was? Well, supposedly it's about a couple of guys. One, I believe she has revealed that one of those guys was Warren Beatty, as everyone Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Okay. Knew. But the idea that you're so vain, you probably think this song's about you, and... It is, so by being vain, you happen to be right. Yes. It's like this double meaning to the Genius, song. Jerry. It really is. I expect, like, lyrics out of you like that. Uh, yeah, I have written a song. I written, I've written a chorus that I think is very catchy, and I've had it for many years. I've done nothing with it. But, and How's it you, go? You've, oh, I don't want oh. anyone to take it here, but perhaps I will do what you said, send it to all the record companies, and mail it to myself, post-date it or whatever, however but it is. You need more label. You need more music, though. Like, you can't just have a... Well, I need a collaborator. Right, you need the actual Like, we song. know uh, Mark Robert from OAR. Maybe I'll sure. give it to him, and he could write the verses. I've written the chorus, which is really the most important the, part. The hook. The hook. To I've written the hook in. and the chorus. You're probably right. Most people know the hooks of every big song. Exactly. I would agree. All right, what else you got? All right, Jerry. Uh, uh, this morning in the office, Craig and I were, were discussing, um, and I guess maybe this was after D uh, David Bowie passed, and, and, and he asked me, at what age do you have to get to where you think people would think you had a good run? In terms of life or a career? Uh, as far as, like, 
when you die, what age is a good age to say? 90. They didn't die young. They died. That's about right. Seems 90 about in right. my mind. Really? Yes. I had 72. That's horrible. No, I'm saying if you die Terrible. at 72, you can't say, oh I would my say, gosh, they died so young. I would young. say died young at this point. No. 25 years ago, 72, a good run. Right now, terrible. Hmm. That's not good. No, I'm not, it's not great, you but it wasn't. You close a, to 72 you are? Yes, I do. But I'm saying it, you didn't, it wasn't like it's a shocking death. Um, It's becoming more of a shocking death at 72. You think so? David Bowie at 69 shouldn't happen. He should still be outperforming. Yeah, well, he had cancer. Right, so I had a very specific it. thing. No question. To me, late eighties and the ninety now. All right. So you Otherwise, like the big nine zero as like a number? My goal is ninety. Well, my goal is really a hundred. Yeah, I really my goal is a hundred as well. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I would. Now at eighty nine, I'm not going to say this, but if I got to ninety, I think it's been a good run. Yes, I do believe that. My question is, at what point? Me and my buddy talk about this all the time. Every day, you don't feel your body aging. Right, we are what we are, and we feel. I feel better today than I did yesterday because I actually exercised yesterday. I ate well. I feel great today. At what point are you heading down the other side of the mountain to where you're like, you know what? Enough of this going to the gym. Enough of the biking and the swimming. And I bring it up for this point. On Saturday, I went to my parents' house. My parents moved in one of these 55 and older communities, which I can't stand. But so be it. That's well, where I they are. I would love to move there. They love their house. Oh, great. Good for them. I will never do it. I will torture people, and I'm going to live in a neighborhood. Anyway, there was a woman jogging, and she looked like her face and her hair, she looked like she was 95. Al, when I tell you she had the body of a 35-year-old, I swear to you as I'm sitting here, I was like, how old is she? And she was running. So it's almost like as long as you keep going, I feel like you're putting off that aging process, but where is that line? What happens is you have some event that happens wherein you stop exercising, and then you can never recover. I will say even for myself, I had hernia surgery in October, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do anything for six weeks. And then even when I came back, I couldn't go full into it. Sure. And I will tell you that I still don't... Uh, fully feel like I did prior to that hernia surgery. Now, is that because you've gotten older? Is that because I told you at the time you went back to lifting a little too soon? No, no, no. It's because in that when, when you get to a certain age, perhaps my age is that age, 46 or whatever it is, when you, you, you cannot afford to get out of your exercise rhythm. So when you get out of it for six weeks, your body changes and it's not the same as it was prior. Well, it does take you a lot longer to get back to where you were. So as people get older, you know, they get they they injure something, uh, they, their job changes, where, where, where something of your daily uh, schedule changes, and it gets you out of your workout rhythm, and that's where the line happens. Interesting. That's my theory. So you think if you keep going, you're, you're basically keeping your body healthy yes. and probably putting off that, I mean, it's yes. all going to happen, but at some point, because there's a guy... That used to go to the gym that he used to go to. And he was he was a guy, he was a kid, he was 24, 25. And one day he came in and he's working out with his older man, who I would have put at 50, 51, 52. They left, and one of the guys that worked there was like, remarkable, isn't it? I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. I mean, he's, he goes, do you realize how old that man was? I'm like, no. He goes, that was his kid's father. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, was he in his 50s? He goes, he's 71. And I promise you, you could have had me there for a half hour. I would have never thought he was a day over 51 or 52. 
and he was a machine. Yeah. Amazing. Really amazing. I see, I look at you and I think, wow, this will sound weird, Nettie. All right, I like this. I look at you and I think you will be like that because of your diet and how rigid you are with the exercise. I would think, because at 46 now, look at some of the pictures you had when you had hair and when you're eating all those chips in Astoria. (laughs) <laughs> you look I like you've got a lot of chips, but you look. You said you see a bag of chips. A half a bag of chips. Correct. I would eat with my sandwich. Right, my, right. You yeah. look like you've actually gotten younger in the seven years I've been doing this with you than prior to. Yeah, that. Yes, I would say that's true. In the in the in the one section there, when I was eating a lot of chips. Yeah, not good for you. I was big into chips, Jerry. I tweeted this out earlier, and I would like to discuss it with you. We talk about all these coaching um, vacancies in the NFL, and and who's available, and there's really no sexy picks. For a coach available, it's like mm-hmm. McAdoo and Adam Gase and, like, who who are these people? I agree. Not a great year. Not a great year. And then you look around at some of the great coaches, and what's what I see happening is that the coaches have a, a couple-year run. Like, I'll, give, I'll use John Gruden as a perfect example of this. Here's a guy who had a great run as a head coach, right? And he's a young guy. But he gets a broadcasting job. And it's a cushy job compared to a coach's life. Bill Cower has such a thing. True. Herm Edwards. Uh, and then there's no incentive for them to go back into coaching. So I'm blaming broadcast uh, stations like CBS and NBC and Fox, uh, ESPN, for hiring quality coaches and thus keeping them off the field. Well, now let me ask you this. Because when it goes bad for Rex, he will be on TV. Absolutely. We all agree. Okay. And he'll be done. You will not you see this, him though. coach again. Who's hiring him after this as a, as a head coach? Oh, as a no, head no, coach? No, no. Some, someone would take him. I'm getting back to, I agree wholeheartedly with, with Gruden and Cower. No question. I totally agree. You can make the same argument for John Madden back in the day. Never wanted to go back into coaching because right. he was a perfect fit on TV. In the case of Herm Edwards, he had a bunch of chances. I don't know how many more chances he was going to get as a head coach. Maybe he would have. I don't know. But if not, you're losing a great personality in Herm Edwards. And Rex, you'll be losing a great personality. Right. But that personality will take you to TV. And the problem, as you said, is all of a sudden it's it pays well to be on TV. And why would you're John Gruden? You got the Gruden camp. You're in a friggin' camper that looks that's bigger than my house. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Right. I agree with you. It's it's a problem. It's certainly the Andy Reeds, the Tom Coughlins. I don't know. We're going to see a lot more of them going forward. Even somebody with no personality, like Tony Dungy, he's on TV. He's on NBC. That's exactly right. You know, and he could have gotten another job, no problem. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I, I do agree though. This coaching group does not excite you. It's not exciting. And this is what I said to the guys. And by the way, you can't argue as Craig did what he did today with the bring Coughlin back, and I love that. I think that's great. I've been the one all year long. You bet. If you're gonna get rid of this guy, you better have someone really good lined up. Yes. Are you excited by any, even McAdoo? Are no. you excited by that? None of these names. No. Nothing. You have no idea what the hell he's going to be as a head coach. Anybody. Even Adam Gase. Who's he? That's what I said to Boomer the other day, and he even looked at me and said, oh. Right. Where <laughs> do these guys come from? Right. Everybody says, oh, look what he did with Jay Cutler. What do he do with Jay Cutler? Right. They won six games this year, or four, or five, whatever. They were terrible. I don't know. Interesting. You see it with pitchers, too. Like, if it's a lefty pitcher, and they could be like uh, eight and 12, they're like, $40 million. For what? Well, that's an, listen, you want to have that argument. We can go to town on that because I'll bring you back to Edwin Jackson with the Cubs about four years ago, signed a four-year, $44 million deal, I believe it was, and his career record at the time, I think, was 46 and 50. 
that's worth $11 million a year? And, Throw me out there. And every few years, I keep seeing Ali Perez uh, signing with the team for a couple mil. Till his arm falls yeah. off. Yeah. Jerry, normally when we're done with this uh, podcast taping, I go home and uh, I'm normally starving. And since I decided that uh, I put on... Uh, listen, maybe three or four pounds mm. more than I should have since that hernia surgery I was discussing earlier. And I was eating, I went, kind of did go back to the chips in the afternoon. I wow. Was eating, I was eating Tostitos, like corn chips, you I know? Love, yeah, well, those are good. Well, I've switched it up now, Jerry. My friends at nuts.com, which is a website, I've ordered nuts from there instead. And instead of eating half of a bag of um, yeah, Tostitos yeah. chips, I eat a handful of cashews. Uh- I love the cashews. Yes. Who does not love the cashews? And you can get them unsalted to feel even more healthy. Although, no to be doubt. honest with you, a little salt on a cashew is not going to be an unhealthy not gonna kill thing. You. No, not going to kill you. So I went over there and I ordered on nuts.com. I got myself some cashews. I got myself, I did get myself chocolate covered cashews also because I, I feel like that could be a dessert. Well, let me guess. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Of course. Because that's did. healthy. Um, I also got some pistachios, but I got the ones. Now, you could get them in the shell over there. But I also I purchased the ones where they're already out of the shell. I don't want to be doing a lot of work when I'm eating nuts. You know what I'm saying? I would say if you're going to put the nuts in your mouth, as simple as possible. As little work as possible. They also have other things such as gummy frogs, which I also well, have in my cabinet. You love gummy frogs. Yeah, you know why? Because, listen, gummy bears are gummy, uh-huh. but the gummy frogs have the layer on the bottom of the frog yes. that's the marshmallow. You love that. It's really delicious. I know the kids like it too, by the way. Uh, yes, I, I brought you some gummy frogs. Loved it. Jerry, it's all happening at nuts.com, which is very cool that they actually got the website nuts.com, which means they had to be around when the internet was invented, probably in the 20s. Well, you know what? How about that? We were yeah. talking earlier about what's a good run. Yes. How about their run? 1929. 1929. Is when this family-owned business prided themselves on delivering the best in nuts and dried fruit you'd find anywhere. Now, did they have a website in 1929? Well, I don't think uh, Al Gore had invented the internet yet, but uh, their company has been around for, really, think about that, almost 90 years. Yeah. It's a hell of a run. I wish I had that idea. Just sell nuts and then get the easy URL, that's the webpage, Jerry, uh, nuts.com. Yeah. Well, by the way, it's more than nuts, though. What else? I, well, you mentioned well, yeah, the gummy, gummy frogs. frogs. How about cooking and baking goods? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have cornered the market anything nuts or cooking, basically. I see. Yeah, they That's have. nuts, Al. Oh, and right now, Jerry, new customers, if you've never tried nuts.com, you get four free samples, and you have uh, over 50 to choose from. That's a $15 value, Jerry. Just go to nuts.com and enter the code POSTGAME. That's nuts.com and enter my code it's your code too, Jerry. Post game for four free samples with your order. Nuts.com if you want a snack like I snack, Jerry. I like the chocolate-covered pretzels too, and I oh, ain't talking yeah, dark no, chocolate. I, got those. No, I like I got, the milk chocolate. Oh, I got the dark chocolate. I They're fine. As well. The milk chocolate ones are better. Yeah, all kinds of nuts and organic nuts too. And snacks. Yes. Jerry, I saw an interview. Uh, well, Tom Brady does a weekly paid spot on WEEI in Boston. Yep. And uh, I don't know how the conversation got there. But he said he has never tried coffee. Uh, my guess would be, and I didn't hear it, my guess would be it got there very simply from that article that was all over the internet last week about the way his chef cooks for him, oh, right. Giselle Bunchen no and caffeine. the kids. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not surprised about the no coffee thing. I still have a lot of friends of mine that have never once tried it. Yeah. Because they have no need for it. And I've actually contemplated stop drinking it myself. The only reason I haven't 
is wintertime. I could get off coffee no problem this summer, but like a, like a morning like today, I did not make coffee before I left. I had no intention of making it. I didn't even bring in the pods today. If you notice, I didn't come back to the office today. But I did because it was, I think, 18 degrees when I got my car. It was yes. freezing. And there's a Dunkin' Donuts I passed by that actually is 24-hour drive-through. I'm like, you know what the hell with it? And I don't, I didn't want the hot chocolate with the cat with the sugar. That's a lot and of all sugar, that. Jerry. So I passed on it, and I went coffee and milk and nothing else in it. Hmm. Not for the caffeine. That does nothing for me. Right. But I wanted the hot drink in the morning. Yes. But I could see if you've never had it, not getting into it. I didn't have it till I was 27. Well, there you go. Why did you start? Uh, my girlfriend that I was dating at the time, she was um, she was big into coffee, and I loved. I always loved since I was a kid the smell of coffee. Yes, like I the would agree. Coffee being brewed, mm-hmm. I really loved the smell of that. So one day I was like, I'm gonna try this, but I, I used to load it up with sugar. Well, I think everybody when they first start with yeah. the coffee, they go light and sweet. Yes, and so right before the holidays, I went into Dunkin' Donuts uh, to get a couple of gift cards for my niece who really likes going there, and the person in front of me ordered a large coffee, and she goes, and I'd like it light and sweet. And when you think it's light and sweet, make it lighter and sweeter. Yeah. I watched them pour the sugar in this coffee. Al, I mean, it looked like half a tin of Domino sugar going in. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts loves to, like, if you want it really sweet, they will load in the sugar. I mean, it was like, honey, just have a candy bar. Yeah. I mean, really crazy. But no, I could totally see that. That doesn't surprise me. And then how about this? I found this interesting. Uh, Netflix. Are you a member of Netflix? I'm not a member of anything. None of those things. None of those streaming sites. So Netflix, Netflix CEO came out. And, uh, you know, like if I sign up for Netflix, I Mm -hmm. I have, I use my my email address and uh, and a password, and then I can watch Netflix. Right. But what stops me from giving you that information? So then when you go home today, maybe you will watch Netflix and really... Only I have paid. You have not paid. Correct. I would think the only thing that could do it is you'd have to register your IP address. I don't know how else you can do it. So the Netflix CEO says he's okay with me giving you... Really? Yeah. And he says he's okay with it because the more people he exposes to Netflix, he thinks eventually you'll become a member. That's very interesting. I like that. And then maybe I give you my password, right? And your kids watch some things. And then years and years go by. I guess they're assuming Netflix is going to be around forever. Yeah. Uh, your kids go out of the house. What do they do? They sign up for Netflix because I, like I had given them my password. I thought it was an interesting I will say, attitude to have. So I don't belong to Netflix or who I tried Hulu. The problem I have with these things, I like the idea of live programming. That's just, I don't know why. I don't like when the show ends. All of a sudden, I got to go make a decision on what I'm going to put on now. But what I did sign up for... And it's based exactly on what you're talking about because of the cable. You get like, you know, you get the Sunday Night Football or with Verizon. You can watch this stuff on your phone. I did sign up for the NHL online for my son and for the MLB online. And I told you that at the end of last year. And the MLB one was all based on a buddy of mine who gave me his username and password. And now my son's into Mike Trout and all these different things. We did it in the playoffs. He's got me hooked. I have to get it for him now this spring. And if I never tried it, with the free password using your right, buddy's and password. And for whatever reason, I don't feel right just kind of hawking it off him, but maybe I should. Yeah, I didn't feel, I don't feel right about it either. But so that, you know what, I didn't, indirectly, that's exactly what I, I'm doing. Yeah. How about that? But like the Netflix one, so Netflix, a lot of people pay, I mean, you pay monthly fee to watch it on one screen, which means if I'm watching Netflix at home 
and you and I give you my password and you try to watch it, it knows it's already being watched See, right that's now. That's brilliant. That's great. I think that's smart. That I'm for. I don't know that the MLB one works that way. Yeah. I mean, it should. I don't think it does, though, because I know for a fact he used to be on at the same time I was. So it doesn't work. But I also like, by the way, just talking about the streaming, I actually like what the NBA's done. I think if you're going to watch a lot of games to spend $5 a game, it's absurd. But with this day and age of people watching players really instead of teams now, all of a sudden it makes sense if you just want to see Steph Curry and the Warriors play a game. You know what? For 5 bucks, we can watch it. Right. So all these things are starting to get smarter. And as you've said, the cable's going that way too soon. Cord cutting, Jerry. Cord cutting. Cord cutting is happening. Yes, sir. All right. And you know what else has happened? What's that? This podcast. Oh, it's over? And by the way... I've actually listened to a couple of podcasts. You have lately, just a couple. Ours or others? Uh, others. Like what? Who you I'm find any that to, you enjoy? I'm not going to say because it was terrible. Oh, really? Yes. Ooh, horrendous. In the sports category or entertainment? Uh, no, actually, in health and fitness. Health and fitness. It or not. Okay. Not related to play. Dot. It is someone, oh, a friend of a good. friend that did it. Yeah. Terrible. And I don't think he's getting paid for it. And as I told my buddy, not him, he didn't, not the one that did it. His buddy did it. I see why he's not getting paid for it. Most co- podcasts are terrible. And just like most blogs were terrible, whenever anybody can do it, most of them stink. Yeah, this and was really bad. a handful of them cut through. We haven't cut through yet, but we're getting there. We're trying. Jerry. We're trying. We're trying. There are a number of podcasts, just like blogs, that have cut through. The, the problem is having to weed through all the garbage like that you were listening to. Yeah, really bad. Yeah. But so anyway, this is over, and I think this has been good, and uh, hopefully they'll have us back tomorrow. Oh, and uh, I wish my mom a happy birthday happy today. Happy birthday, Mrs. Dukes. What is she, 15? She listens to the podcast, so. Happy birthday. There you go. Excellent. She probably won't be too thrilled since in the she's past the age at which I said. What's wrong with you? Would be a proper age where you. I feel like you had a good run. And today's the day you decided to bring that up? I didn't do it purposely, but. Sometimes the timing doesn't always work out. Your timing stinks sometimes. But I'm very excited for my mother, and she's very happy she shares a birthday with Howard Stern. I did see online that it was his birthday. How old is he now? He is uh, 62 or 3. Boy, that's weird. Yeah. By the way, you see I Miss Penthouse went up for sale? Yeah. I mean, two floors, 15,000 square feet or something. How about they said he He's bought, had a good run. That he, he bought huh. that penthouse on... Uh, on, uh, what do they call it, Central Park West yeah. for $4 million. And he's selling it for, what, $30 million? Yeah, Is that what at I least 20 Or is it $20 million? Yeah, $20 million. Crazy. That's what's <laughs> called a good investment. Good investment. Yeah. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event.
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.